on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Uh, nuggety nug nug nug. <laughs> Investigating a series of murders in the city of Maribor. And called you in to deal with a problem. Uh, Nilfgaardian officers have been murdered, apparently ritualistically, by some sort of cult. The intrepid crew hunts down a violent cult. We've, uh, you see, there's a cult in these ear parts. Oh, you coming for the cult? A cult members? Uh, I. And delves deep into the sewers under the city. Terramancy! Cheese! There's cheese in these sewers! <laughs> Hold your nose, cause it's gonna get stinky. I'm sorry, I can't smell you behind my Gucci mask. <laughs> now. So I had a, dare I say, horrifying religious experience this week. Uh, it moved me deeply and in surprising ways. Um, I traveled like a shit. for work recently, uh, and I had to go to the wonderful land of Minnesota. Oh, don't you know? I, I knew it was, I was messaging the group here, like, haha, I got to go to Minnesota, going to meet all the INFs, hoo-hoo. Oh. Uh, but then I went, and it was shocking how much the accent was prevalent. Uh, yeah, I flew into uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis airport, and then had to go down to Rochester. And as someone who's from the South and doesn't always hear all the tiny little Southernisms in everyone's voice, mm -hmm. I kind of got what it was like for someone to come down to the South and hear that yeah. because everyone had some tiny bit of that accent. Mm -hmm. And the guy who like drove us out to, to Rochester he or drove us from Rochester back to the airport. He had the, he sounded like if Ineth's dad wasn't a, a bard, he sounded like he could be Ineth's dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Oh man. And like, even at like the airport at the restaurants, just getting my order taken, the little phrases like, yeah, you bet. Or like all these tiny little things. It was a religious experience, and I was just, I, I messaged the group, I was like, there are so many Ineths. Did, did I you, wish she would secretly took a video so I could use it for training. Did, <laughs> did you hear an op? Oh, yeah. Did you hear an oofta? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Man, um, sounds so fun. It was, it was such an experience. I was not expecting it, because, you know... I don't know, you travel to places, you hear about like the accent and different things, but oh. it, it was very real up there. Uh, so if anyone's listening in, if we got any fans up in the the Minnesota or adjacent uh, states, uh, you are seen. <laughs> and uh, and heard. Also, yeah, and heard. It was and nice. Mocked. It was nice. I enjoyed. Unfortunately. Always mocked. I enjoyed traveling out there. We uh, mock but everybody. I, the, the experience <laughs> of traveling, I wanted to talk about because... Uh, within our group, we ha all have our different opinions on uh, flying and traveling. And while I personally kind of enjoy traveling whenever I have the ability to do it, like I don't mind going to airports and the waiting part of traveling, that's fine to me. 
but I hate flying. Mm. Like once I'm in the air, I'm I'm usually fine. Mm-mm. But takeoff gives me strong anxiety because I feel like I'm going to die the whole time. Landing <laughs> is just as bad, if not worse, because I go through the different stages of if something goes wrong right now, I die. If something goes wrong at this point in landing, I'm probably die or get maimed for life if something goes wrong now i'm maimed for life or seriously injured if something goes wrong now i'm at least seriously injured but might survive okay now i'll survive like that whole stage (laughs) is what i walk through the whole process of landing uh and my trip i went in and out the same day so it was a really long day and by the the end of the day when i was flying out back to uh, to north carolina i didn't care anymore i was like if i die i die because i was so exhausted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but in the morning, I, I, I do the same thing whenever I'm like cognizant and ready for it. I have to put on music to get me through takeoff and landing because otherwise I'll just sit there and be a, a mess. Uh, so I wanted to ask the group today, how do you guys feel about flying? Let's go around the table here. I have flown since I was a small child. I have family outside of the United States. I mean, excuse me, outside of the uh, North Carolina area and uh it, there was a time where it was cheaper to fly a family of four halfway across the country than it was to, um, you know, drive. So I've flown so many times that I've just about gotten accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. I do not like to land. Yeah. Um, but I can handle takeoff. I don't like the, the G-force feel, but my inner mathematician tells me I'm safer in an airplane than I am in a car. I've been in two considerably serious wrecks so like in a car but i like it i just don't like not having leg room on the plane oh yeah um and now that i can't chew gum anymore it's much harder to pop my ears but once i get past all that i'm perfectly fine with flying it doesn't freak me out i can handle the airports i like to explore how different airports look in different areas oh yeah but uh i know um gonna steal thunder a little bit can't wait to hear the sheer terror for jacob (laughs) over here yeah, and I should say, like, personally, I've done a lot of flying over the years, and I don't mind it. And I'm, I'm with you. I, I enjoy the traveling part and seeing the airports. I don't mind waiting, the waiting part of traveling and the visiting different places. But, like, it doesn't matter how much I fly. And I'll still do it because I know it's the most efficient and safe, whatever. I'll make myself do it. But I just, I hate it. I will say, real quick, um, I'm going to put in a vote for trains. Oh, trains are great. They're pretty awesome. It takes forever, but you have leg room. You can get up. You can move around. It's such a nice view. I loved it. I wish I lived in a place where I could do like actual train travel or like mm-hmm. public yeah. transport because in the case of like a metro or something, it's just fun. And yeah. like trains is like, that's part of the the travel experience. It's going to be super slow, but it's like, that's part of your trip. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Jacob, I, I know you have some you have some thoughts on this matter. I never flew until high school. I flew to a mission trip. I flew back from a mission trip. And honestly, I think I've flown once some other time, but I cannot remember what it was for Trauma. or what it was. He buried it. <laughs> uh, all all I really have to say is metal tube not belong in sky. <laughs> There's this lovely... It makes no sense. The the science and the math just don't work. You can tell me otherwise, but I don't believe you. There's this lovely joke. It's it's nothing but magic, and I don't trust it. 
that uh, and I a, hate it. a pastor I grew up listening to would say, and lo, I am with you always, saith the Lord. That's why I don't fly. That's Jacob. I, I don't <laughs> like flying. I'm with you always. <laughs> Takeoff is bad. Flying is bad. Landing is bad. It's just it's like bad. The first time I got Jacob to meet my out of state family, thank God we drove you, you because can, he wouldn't have come. I think if we were flying that you year, you can tell me statistically that flying is safer than getting in a car. And I've been in three wrecks, three wrecks. I've flipped. I've been drug along the side of the highway. I have. Somebody is pulled in front of me, so T-boned, and I still believe deep, deep in my heart that I will die if I get in a plane much more (laughs) likely than I will if I get in a car. I just... I don't like it. You should see his eyes. His eyes have gone mildly crazy while talking about this. Lying is bad now i gotta ask so i'm because i'm with you i I can i obviously don't have it quite as bad because i can make myself do it right but for me it's like i also just don't like roller coasters or anything that like takes control out of me i don't do roller coasters like the heights thing isn't great for me but for me it's like also like the same thing with roller coasters where i just don't like being flung across something so yeah see the thing is heights don't get me i would just rather be at heights with my feet on solid ground right so it's not the height that gets me. It's the I'm floating in the air on some kind of magic that I don't understand. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. And it's wrong. It's, and it's not natural. It's also not comforting because uh, I was on a flight where you could like track it and it showed like your airspeed or, or whatever. And it's like you're going 500 miles an hour. I'm like, whoa, doesn't make sense. I felt the same way when I was in a hot air balloon once and we were tied to the ground so we couldn't fly away. But I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense get me down and he says he's not afraid of heights i just don't like it when there is space between me and the ground <laughs> i want my feet on the ground or on something pogo sticks must be a nightmare for I you i actually really like pogo sticks fun fact i had fun when will the double standards ever end never because pogo sticks only get you a few inches off the ground that's the thing for Jacob. I can land a pogo stick. I can't <laughs> land a plane. There's the issue. <laughs> I can't land a hot air balloon. So like when I went out and I traveled out of um, to the farthest west I'd ever been a summer ago. Actually, we had just started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I was like, hey, Jacob, you want to come with me? Because I had the option to invite a spouse to go with me. And Jacob's like, I don't want to fly a plane. would I, rather die. I, there was a chance. He gave up the chance to come to me to a five diamond resort because he had to get in a plane. There was a, ch- well, I mean, it was also money. Let's be fair. True, but you know the plane was the real choice. There was a chance that we could have went to Disney World for the same thing this year. And I could have been like a plus one for that. And, and cat was like we'll probably have to fly because they'll pay for our tickets and i was like 
I, I mean, really have to think if, about if, that. I could just drive eight if hours. If that comes to, to fruition, Florida. you could just start driving before me. I mean, you're right. And just meet me at the airport but if that comes to fruition. The this worst year. part of it now is, I, honestly, what it boils down to is, I like to be in control of uh-huh. what I am traveling in. Absolutely. Trains are fine because they're railroad. They're like they they they, they stay on ground. I don't. I have trust issues. I'll admit it. I can ride with other people in cars. That's a lot easier. But like, um. It's also gotten a lot harder to do that now <laughs> because I have been in a wreck that was entirely not my fault, and now I'm paranoid about people pulling in front of me. No, I'm so now just traveling in general sucks. So just travel bad. Flying the worst though. Flying super <laughs> bad. Uh, flying is horrible, and that is my. At this point, like 57 cents. <laughs> 57 cents. All right, Drow, your turn. So how do you feel about it? I have been traveling since I was very little. Uh, I grew up up and down the eastern side of the United States, so I've had to fly to see a lot of different family members along those uh, along those lines. I've also got family members over in California and Washington, so flying is something that I am used to. Flying is something that I don't think is that big of a deal. I don't enjoy it, though, especially with, like, a mask on. Yeah. It oh, sucks. that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also hate kids, and kids are the worst oh on planes. God. I can't imagine. Oh, my God. The hell. It's so bad. That is a life where you had to get used to flying. I, <laughs> speaking of. If you're trying to sleep, it's a nightmare. And. I was I was embarrassed so badly on a plane. Uh, at like sixteen, I was reading Warriors whenever yes. whenever the plane was landing. And I don't I don't know if you guys know this, but you should probably not be reading whenever a plane is landing because it's it's like reading in a car except worse. And whenever I got into the terminal, I threw the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> so that was a connecting flight. So got back onto the next plane. I was sat down next to this, this probably 20 year old guy. I, as a 16 year old, didn't do anything, but I was like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. My mother leans over him from the seat, like next to him and hands me a barf bag. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to kill you. I am going to kill you dead. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you mentioned kids. Um, (laughs) And I have a short story about that. My flight out from RDU was like took off the plane's wheels were off the ground by like six ten in the morning. So I was up a whole lot earlier than that at uh. the airport as you do. And I get onto this plane and thankfully it's not filled up uh, because normally the other flights I've taken early in the morning, like I have a lot of like, business travel on it and it can get kind of full but this one wasn't full i was you were going to minnesota probably probably i was on an aisle seat and then there was a guy in the window seat but there was no one in the middle so it was Mm -hmm. great um but then i was sitting there getting settled in and down through the aisle i see a mom holding like an infant and like toting a five-year-old behind her like just her and they're coming closer and closer. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then they sit across the aisle from us. <laughs> and I, I have no like ill feelings or anything to that mother. If The only thing I have is sympathy because she had a lot going on to deal with. And like the baby didn't like the infant didn't like cry, scream or anything. But, you know, babies, it, it they, they just 
shriek sometimes uh-huh. just because joyful yeah. shrieking and they and they kept doing it over and over Flights are also really like they can't control the the ear, their ears and all with the height changes and all right. so it's, yeah. it's quite stressful for yeah. them but like i had the noise canceling earphones and everything on and i'm like and I was still, it was just very loud. And then like combine that with the fact that kids are just idiots. Cause this five-year-old girl had like an iPad and like a stuffed animal. And I swear and those things, snacks. it's like her fingers were made of butter because the, the iPad kept falling loudly to the ground. It's <laughs> like several times throughout the flight. The guy in front of me was really gracious because he could like reach it and hand it over to her. And he did that like a few times when she came on, she dropped like her teddy bear completely forgot it existed and he handed it back to the mom. Aww. She had like this snack kind of cook wafer, wafer thing and like I think she ate one of them. One of them was on the floor in front of me like under my seats, under the seat in front of me somehow. Another one ended up in the aisle and then someone stepped on it and it turned into pout. It's like nothing you gave this child stayed in its hands for more than five <laughs> seconds. And it was just infuriating to like watch. But yeah, I, on the whole it was fine, but I was just, boy. I got one. <laughs> my flight from Arizona to North Carolina on the way home I was surrounded on all four sides by families with children under the age of five. Oh, no. Please do not misunderstand me. I do not hate children. But <laughs> one thing I do hate is when they have an iPad and they do not have headphones, headphones. for the oh, iPad. Yeah. yeah. It's I, like, for the love of all things holy, I am an adult and I should not be subjected to multiple hours of Paw Patrol, SpongeBob, Baby Shark, and Elsa. Please, please, please. I would have paid them and given them my own headphones if I thought it would have worked. I'm telling you, noise canceling headphones are the, if you're going to travel any amount of regularity, the best investment you can possibly make because it cuts all that down so much. Like, like I, I can, I can handle the child themselves. That wasn't the problem. It was the stuff they were playing on oh, the iPad. It's, Jesus. it's the parents. It's like, just get, get your, your kids, kids headphones. some headphones. I promise you, they're not going to strangle themselves on the headphones. Well, not only that, if you get the child <laughs> headphones, they have settings to prevent them from like, ba- blasting here, yeah. their ears out. Yeah. Just, just get them headphones, please, so that we don't have mm-hmm. to hear Baby Shark and Frozen and Backyardigans and Paw Patrol and everything imaginable. My flight was just bad because I was in the air. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so it was worse than all like, of yours. Back, back, um, back whenever I lived in Florida and I'm not sure, I never actually fact checked if this was true, but, uh, the airport that I lived near to, it was something in West Palm beach, I think. So I went into there while I was flying up to Pennsylvania to see my family. And my dad goes, this is where the nine 11 terrorists were trained. And I am like, father, (laughs) what? what? And I am like, father. Why would you say that? I'm about to get on a plane. Wow. Flying is just the worst. The, the it's more such I, an efficient way to get to where you're going. Though. It, is. it really is. And the more I do it, the less it bothers me, the more I can cope with it. But especially if it's been a while, because it had been about a year since I last flew. 
and oh, it's just mm. even just like a week in between flights, it, it's enough for me to re- to be afraid of metal bird and air. The United it's the States landing needs for me. better train no. systems. Metal bird, not good. The landing is too much mm. for me. I made, but I handle it just fine. It may also yeah. be my first time I remember flying because I flew once as like a very young child that I don't remember. Um, but the first time I really remember flying was in a tiny little. Uh, prop plane <laughs> and oh, those man. are so loud and itty bitty and like oh, it's, every it was, single breeze you feel yeah you feel the whole thing oh my goodness and I, I deeply scarred by that experience you ever been on some severe turbulence oh yeah my <laughs> first chance Terror. I had to fly my older brother was a boy scout and one of the things they got to do is they were taught how to fly a plane and they were taken That's up nifty. to fly a plane. My brother, older brother got to fly a plane, you know, kind loosely. Of awesome. Right. Uh, and my mom was like, Hey, you want to come up with us? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I, have, I have always, even a decade before I had my first fly, I've always been terrified of the idea of getting in an airplane. Ooh, if you- I were to be, flash frozen right now wake up a thousand years in the future and the flying car was commonplace i would say this is a fresh hell <laughs> send me back ooh you want to know something really bad so my grandfather was a pilot he shared a plane with with some other pilots uh like you know some pilots they can't afford their own planes yeah, so, so a few of them in. will go in on one yeah yeah he had a little mosquito Oh. Uh, and he had friends like across the nation with little mosquitoes. One of his friends with a little mosquito, that little mosquito in the air fell apart. <gasps> no. Yeah. Did he die? Oh, he died. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can have a parachute or something. I don't know. I don't no. fly. <laughs> Dang, we should have like started this with a trigger warning. <sighs> so yeah, listen. So the plane just fell apart midair. <laughs> So I don't trust mosquitoes. Long story short, metal bird bad. Metal bird bad. Not metal bird bad. Metal tube bad. <sighs> metal metal, tube metal box bad. Hey, stay home. Stay hey, home. Except don't we did, go anywhere. We did extol the, the um, joys of riding on the train. That's fun. Exactly. Trains are great, mm-hmm. but metal bird is a testament to man's arrogance. <laughs> I mean, you you right. <laughs> okay. You, you metal bird fly testament in the to face arrogance. Of gravity, Jacob but says. Even bigger arrogance is metal tube go space. Metal Please. tube go space. Metal tube take picture of other galaxy. Metal tube go mile underwater. We need to no. put controls on metal tube. They've gone too far. <laughs> too metal tubes far. have gone too metal dang far. Tube advancement needs to stop. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm never going to be able to segue from that. So on that note, (laughs) long ago, the world collided in a cataclysm known as the conjunction of the spheres. (laughs) Or should I say the The connection of of the the spheres. (laughs) (laughs) Chaos filled the worlds as vampires, ghouls, trolls, humans, and other monsters waited for their flight to connect at Atlanta. (laughs) Atlanta. The witchers mutated by magic and upgraded to first class were created by human mages to stem the tide. Hundreds of years later, the flight finally arrived, but evil remains. (laughs) As the metal tube (laughs) ravages the northern kingdoms, (laughs) dangerous monsters lurk without and within in the world world of of the the witcher. (laughs) When we last left, 
our intrepid crew of adventurers. You had uh, found work in the occupied city of Maribor. Uh, a local Nilfgaardian quartermaster had heard of your great deeds and called you in to deal with a problem. Uh, Nilfgaardian officers had been murdered uh, and appear- apparently ritualistically by some sort of cult. Of the uh, Lionhead Spider. And you had been sent in to investigate. Um, last episode, you talked to a couple different people about this cult. You kind of got ready. nowhere. Yeah. It led nowhere. Uh, so you knew <laughs> yeah. that their hideout was in the uh, the sewers under the city. Uh, the sewers are kind of a... The city's built on top of like an elven ruin that humans have taken over. Full of waste. So the, the ancient elven sewers are really big and sprawling. Um, and you are headed down there because that's supposedly where this cult is set up at. And when we last left you guys, you had started descending into the sewer. So you said that it was like built on top of ancient elven ruins. And I was like, oh my God, can you imagine the corridors of an ancient society being used as cisterns? Mm. <laughs> no, it's actually like an, an elven sewer, but yeah. Okay. Uh, also, side note, it's episode 17. Thank you very much. It's an odd episode. I forget these things sometimes. You're absolutely right. It is an odd episode, so we need to handle improvement points. What, what? Uh, we're going to do the same thing we normally do, and everyone can take six improvement points. That takes me up to six. <sighs> Whoa. I banked some. I'm ready to spend. Oh, all right. Well, then let's go to you, Nuglicious. What are you going to spend your improvement points on? Swordsmanship and dodge. Oh, so what are you going to be able to get them up to? Five and seven. Whoa! Nice. That's a lot. Actually, your swordsmanship is only five. Oh no 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 no! Seven. Vice, vice versa. I was going to say, <laughs> does Nug have worse sword? Because I have six. No no. Nug smack. <laughs> Nug smack. Nug also has a ten and reflex, I believe. Mm-hmm. Nug smack. Nug almost as good as Witcher, but not. Nug is a simple dwarf. Great with value, Witcher. Simple goals. Uh, Ineth. A resident stand-in Minnesotan. What are you going to spend your improvement God points on? God damn it. <laughs> um, I have 14 now, so I am heavily debating Oof. just using 12 of them. No, isn't it the cost of it? I have to use all 14 of them to up my crafting to seven. Uh, uh, no, no, that's only it'd be, it'd be 12. 12. You have to, uh, okay. Spend the number you um, currently But I still haven't really made up my mind because there's a lot of other good I could do with 14 points. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, those, I'll get uh, back to you. Those those double cost skills are very, very spicy. Uh, Drow, mm-hmm. what are you looking at spending your improvement points on? Banking. Okay. So banking up for some more spell yeah. casting. Yeah. So uh, on that note, actually, with the IP... I think it's now is a good time to point out that we're kind of coming to the end of this season. Um, I didn't say it explicitly when we started this this little arc here in Maribor, but this is going to be the last uh, arc that we play in the Witcher RPG. Um, by the time you're hearing this, we very well could have recorded and you know banked up the last episode and know which one it is. Goodbye, Gary. Goodbye, Gary. It's it's been fun. I'm very excited to play through this arc. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, just to let you guys know that this is uh, this is we're wrapping up season two, and as of right now, we've already got season three picked out. Mm-hmm. But you guys are going to have to wait till catching up. Um, so yeah, uh, it's just so it doesn't hit you guys, you know, out of nowhere. This is going to be the last arc, so that might affect where you want to spend your improvement points as we kind of come to the end here. 
Uh, Ines, did you end up uh, figuring out where you wanted to put your IP? Go big or go home. I'm up in crafting. Hell yeah. No point in saving it. Yeah, really. Become a master craftswoman before this is over. Alrighty, so we got our IP spent. We've done yep. our little recap. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a map for you guys yet. Disgusting. But you guys are descending into the sewer here. Uh, and as you go down, it stinks to high heaven. Oh, the sewer smells. It I did smells say horrible. earlier that I pulled a piece of cloth around my face. Yeah, Good. Look at a bandana. Tell him to bandana over his mouth. Am I an outlaw? Oh, is this a western? Uh, is that what is that? Is that Micah? Oh, oh he's no. gonna bust oh. in the door. Oh. Tell me, I'm not. We go to Discord. Is well, well, well. an outlaw? <laughs> Poor Micah. Fun, fun aside, real quick. Jacob and I were uh, talking on our like personal Discord, <laughs> and we really we saw Micah was online, and we wanted to like play something with him and so we went to the western channel and what did you say? I said are pirates just wet cowboys? <laughs> you said are pirates wet cowboys and I said uh I said is the plural of cowboys cow men? <laughs> <laughs> he never answered either of those. No he didn't but we summoned him which is all we really wanted to do yeah um uh, but yes, yeah, so back to the sewer here uh as you go down the air is extremely unpleasant uh and it is dark uh, in fact, it is so dark, you will take a minus four to awareness and a minus God. two to attack and defense. Oh, boy. You do we have any torches? What if we light a torch? Do you light a torch? I don't know. Are we trying to be stealthy? I don't know. Are we trying to be stealthy? Can we be stealthy? I have zero stealth. Oh, that's actually a pretty... How much stealth is Nug? No, Nug has two stealth because we did the training montage for our first downtime. Oh, yeah. So Nug has like a plus 11 cumulative for stealth. I oh, have. 10. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Because uh, Nug does oh. have... Nug does have torches. Nug does not have maybe, dark vision. Maybe if we have to do something important, we light a torch first. I'm worried about combat. That fucking killed me. Wait, wait I have lantern. Yeah, you know, I just use. I'll light a lantern. You're gonna light a lantern? Yeah. Okay. So as long as the lantern is around you, you will not take those penalties. However, should it go out, they will return, and it will be bad. Uh, no worse than it would have been originally. <laughs> so uh, you descend this long rusty ladder that descends underneath the streets of the temple quarter um, and you arrive down here you, you light up your lantern um, and you land on this walkway um, and basically what you see is this kind of like trough for rainwater collection and there's a walkway on the side of it right so your typical sewer you got the yeah. liquid going in the middle and then a walkway on the side right the water pours down into the distance ahead of you through these like iron bars um, and as you look down the way you see an opening on the side uh, of the chamber like a little archway opening it'll be on your right uh, as you're looking down and a little bit of like orange light is flickering in the archway an opening an op, 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 opening what do you guys do? I think I need to go to bed <laughs> That took all my energy. Good. In a one fell swoop. It's In an one opening. fell swoop, whoop, 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 whoop. 
So we're just kind of... I could be in bed right now. <laughs> ...wandering through this. We have, like, no destination. We're just literally wandering through, The right? only information you have to go on right now is that they have been known to operate in the sewers. But neither you nor most of the people that know that they are in the sewers have a very clear picture of what the, like, layout is down underground. All right, Oyer. Can we be looking for signs of we activity? See, we see a light. We just have to decide whether we approach it or not. Oyer, we see a light down there. Should we uh, head that way? Nug will have his sword drawn. Okay. Yeah, I would say this would be the type of time where you'd actually travel sword drawn. Same for me. I would like to say something, Derek. Okay. I want to be... Um, something, Derek. <sighs> You broke drow. If I see someone, my intention is to cast glamour to look like them and then kill them. Okay. You can't kill me, I'm you! No, 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 no. I want to get a look at them, turn myself into them, get Nug to kill them, and then I replace them immediately. <laughs> Nug just silently delves into the sludge of the sewer pops out of the sewer behind them, slits their throat, and drags them into the murky water. <laughs> Nug's face is painted in camouflage. <laughs> and he's, shit. He's got it. He's got Nug. an assault rifle on his back. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a Nug in the sewer floating along. Oh, I could craft a... A sinking device, you know. Had the body. Oh, is that a log? It's just a Nug. The choicest of Nugs. <laughs> You're disgusting. Sure Do you get am. in the water? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I've watched The Witcher season two. I'm not getting in the sewer water. Uh, oh. Uh, so what are you going to do? You bad. see that, that opening. You see the light flickering out. You've mentioned, are you going to approach it? Stone tube Let's, bad. It's the tubes. What uh, if we attempt to be stealthy with our approaching? Lit lamp? Even well, I mean, though they have a light, so it wouldn't actually... Well, I mean, why not try and stealth up, right? Attempt. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if we fail, we fail, but at least we tried. Maybe we sure. could do like a group stealth and one of us rolls and the others don't. Or you could just all roll and I'll take the worst. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can be stealthy and all. Okay, oh, why don't you oh, all roll stealth? Oh, oh. oh my <laughs> goodness. Nug criticaled his stealth. Whoa. I will attempt so to roll Nug stealth. Did really good. Good luck, everyone. All right. So, twenty-seven for Nug on the stealth. Twenty for 20 me. Twenty for Viverwin. And I have with a thirteen. And that's a natural eight too. It should so. be noted that Nug is in front of the group because Nug is also more of a tank, much more of a tank. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Inef is not built for stealth. Why don't I just uh, just banging her anvil off shit? Anvil anvil on her head. Yeah, wow. she does not carry it on her head anymore. <laughs> so you mean she did? She did. Well, well, Drow un uh, Listen, unfortunately made that cannon, we, so she we, changed it up. We can say that was a joke and leave it at that. That but, is entirely possible. But no, she does possible. straight up carry it all the time, so uh, maybe that's why she can't be stealthy. I mean, it's a tiny end. In my it's... heart of hearts, Ineth is just a Dark Souls character. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, she literally has poor depth perception because of the eye patch. Anything so can be had. It kind of makes sense that she's not good at being stealthy. She might bump oh, into things. That's Nug true. does look around for little lights on the ground that may say, beware poison rat ahead. 
Is this dog? Is this dog? (laughs) Oh my god. I hate you all. Um, Yeah, no, so you make your way up and you don't hear like any sort of reaction to you guys. Um, Who's leading this procession? Okay, I'm at the back. First crouch, then dung. (laughs) (laughs) Because I suck at stealth. (laughs) No, but so Nug, you come around and you stick your head and you, what you see. It's like a typical cultist with a robe, and I know he's a bad guy, so I can kill him. And Matt Mercer. And Matt, Matt Mercer. Our typical... Oh, have we talked about that? <laughs> okay, we enough banter. I did a campaign where it was a, a, a pre-made campaign for Pathfinder where there was a cult, and just to be funny, I made every single member of the cult a different <laughs> visual of Matt Mercer. Dr. Matt Mercer, McCree Matt Mercer, Animated Matt Matt Mercer, and they were all killed at the same time by a fireball. I'm sorry. Glorious they fireball. were all in 40 feet of one another hey, in a room. Hey, it was an oven. So, Wasn't that when I got the sneak attack with the bow, too? Probably, yeah. yeah. So like That's at, also when Owen got punched out in one by tire. Hey, our, hey, no, he stood. He managed to in stand. Our, in our <laughs> whole game, that up. if you see Matt Mercer, you know without a doubt that they are a cultist. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love Matt Mercer. He's such a great guy but unfortunately when i see a picture of him on a virtual tabletop i immediately think is cultist. this a cultist <laughs> ah enemy detected <laughs> uh, anyway i swear i'm sorry matt mercer map and there's a bad mercer i know I'm you're absolutely listening to this uh <laughs> totally oh, that's right, our celebrity <laughs> listeners yeah uh so no no jesus we can't make it to one room in this game <laughs> no. uh, you come around this chamber uh into this chamber and you get you get a look into it uh, and what you see is it's it's very dark still. It's it there is some light uh, from like the sewer grates in the ceilings, and there's no real other light sources. Lantern. Uh, like there's you don't see any lanterns or torches. But what you see is this these these makeshift like shelters and shacks. Oh, uh, uh, a. And, you see a, a couple groups of like people like huddled together in rags and filthy clothes. Hey, um, uh, uh, I almost called it a Hubertville, similar to a Hooverville. A Hooverville, yes. A Hubert. Listen, it's an H name. Don't look at me like that. No, uh, I'm going to. Uh, the famous president during the Great Depression, Hubert, Hubert Hoover. <laughs> So it's a shanty town in the sewers. Yeah, and what you can tell, uh, just uh, what your character would know, kill me. is these people look like Temerians, like, I guess, in what little bit of clothing they have that's identifiable. And not covered in shit? Yes. But, like, maybe it's the hairstyle, or uh, maybe you even see a, 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 uh, a coat of arms, like... That's been smuggled down here from like someone's house. Uh, you you would know that these are refugees. Mm. Um, and so these it, are non-Nilfgaardians. Yeah, and it would check out okay. because why else would someone be squatting in the sewer? Poo. Shit. I regret my words <laughs> immensely. Come on, did you really think you'd get away with that? First crouch. Then <laughs> Why don't I take you guys to a map here real quick? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. 
So this is going to just kind of show you the layout here. I'm not sure if I'll post this in the video or not. I'm just using the maps from out of the back of the book. Uh, I'm going to ping here where you guys are coming from. You're coming from this uh, entrance on the bottom left. Uh, and you see all these little shacks and dilapidated houses. And the light that you see flickering is mostly from the sewer grate. Uh, the other thing you see is there is another source of light here. Um, there's this kind of almost sickly green glow coming from this other exit across the way of the the chamber basically has one entrance where you're coming from the rainwater collection oh yes and then it has an exit uh somewhat across the way that you can see goes like down it's stairs going down and it has a sickly like glowing fog in it very faintly glowing fog um oh, that's not mysterious uh and you would notice that the people you see in here they don't look well. What do you guys do? Uh, I will say, as you peek your head through, Nug, no one has spotted you yet. They look like oh. sick. Yeah. They look like they need help. Yeah. I'm already wearing my mask. Uh, oh. We, we, yeah, because, yeah. There's my Purell. We came down with a K, uh, some KN95s. Nug will lean back around the corner, and he'll be like, Oh, your ears a bunch of sick and unwell-looking Tamarian peoples. And how many people? Oh, that's a good question. DM. Uh, at least a dozen. What are their names? Uh, Billy Bob, Tim. Uh, Billy Bob 2, Tim 2. Uh, Nuggles say there's about a dozen people in there. They look to be Tamarian. They ain't looking too well. There's also a mysterious fog that's glowing at another exit. So That's not great. That sounds culty if I've ever heard it. You know, everything evil is lime. That's right. Green and purple. Everything the color of evil. is lemons. That's why Barney was an evil dinosaur. That's right. <laughs> Drow is having a rough day with us today. <sighs> Barney was an evil sore from our imagination. <laughs> Every day he wakes up and curses. An entire nation. Barney. I hate you all. I hate you all. Uh, Thanks for the um, Barney song stuck in my head. You're welcome. Uh, uh, so you see most of them are not well. Uh, they, again, they haven't noticed you. What are you planning to do? Well, Yell. I imagine we've got oh, to get oh, through. Oh, oh. So I suppose we just walk in. There's like, really nowhere to try to be to hide and I've already proven with a good roll I can't hide yeah does it look like it would even be possible to stealth through it would be this this chamber isn't it has light coming into it from the a little bit tiny bit from the glowing fog um but uh a little bit from like those sewer grates so you there's a chance if you worked around your edges in the shadows you could probably stealth but it would be very difficult and not Ineth. What if <laughs> we just put away our swords because that's pretty threatening and just try to, you know, go through like we, we mean no harm? Nug will hold his sword because it takes a whole action to pull it out. Uh, <coughs> um, I'll just point my sword down. I mean, he'll hold it. He'll rest against his shoulder. He's not being threatening. He's short. He's a, he's a good guy. Hey, hey, I'm just a small guy. Just, you know, I'm, I'm just a little guy. I'm just a little guy. And it's my birthday. Wait, you're gonna be a little guy on my birthday. With your six foot tall companions behind you. Listen, they can't see them yet. So, what do you guys want to do? I honestly don't think we can stealth through. We're just mm -hmm. gonna have to step out. All right, then. Uh, yeah. 
Is that what you do then? Yep. All right, you step out, and you can see them, like, cower. Uh, they don't trust you. Oi there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <coughs> you, you come for us. One of the, like, bulkier people Oi, does. We ain't here for you. You aren't. What you coming down to here for? Uh, let's see. Oh, we would have talked about this beforehand. Yeah, we would have planned so, our uh, response if we ran into anyone, right? We've, uh, you see, there's a cult in these ear parts, and they've been killing people up above, so we're here to, uh, find them and speak with them. Oh, you coming for the cult? <coughs> the cult members? Uh, I. Oh, good. They've been nothing but trouble. One of them tried to grab me the other day. Oh, really? I shoved him into the Wayne waistline down there through the glowing steps. I uh, pushed him in, and uh, that was it for him. Oh, yeah. What's up with that there fog? I don't know. It's, they're further in. <coughs> the coat's further in that way. Uh, that fog is something nasty, though. Watch out. Nug is going to look at Ineth uh, and Viverwin. Oh. Oh. Uh, he interrupts. He says, if you be going down there, uh, in the main waistline, there be a golem. Uh, and he controls the, the, the levers of where the sewage goes, but he's harmless. Oh. He's harmless as long as you don't... <laughs> Guy's obviously very sick. Yeah. As long as you don't mess with him, he won't mess with you. No, don't mess with the golem. Golem won't mess with us. That's oh, nice to know. Thank you for the knowledge. Uh, Nug's going to look at Viver, Viverwin and Ineth, and he's going to tap his medallion and point towards the fog, and he's going to walk closer to the fog and see if the medallion reacts. The Witcher medallion. The actual Witcher the medallion. actual. Not it, his wooden one. It does start vibrating. And he'll <sighs> nod towards them to, to show them, hey, fog magic, if you didn't know. He'll say, Azer... You lot, you don't look like you's doing too good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we hiding here from uh, Nilf Guardians up there. They'll slaughter us. It's probably not helping that all of these sick people are in a sewer. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of sick people, uh oh, I need all of you to roll me some endurance checks. Uh -oh. I upped my endurance with one of my leftover points. I upped endurance and picklock. Ha <laughs> ha! More well, endurance. Let's hope it helps you out. Oh, <laughs> Nug criticaled again. All right. Have we We've gone far enough to get back luck? Uh, yes. yes. Every time we do an XP session, that's when the luck resets. Uh, Nug got a 30. All right. I'm going to spend a luck point on this. Viverwin got 15. Yep. Oh, oh no. no. It didn't help. That's an eight total. You fumbled, fumbled by five. It doesn't matter. I have... I have decent stats. I just fumbled. Oh, oh no. Uh, I have the cleansing ritual. So, Ineth, just maybe... My mask must have been wet. <laughs> he ah. coughs on you, and it just... You, your mask isn't sitting the right way, and you breathe in, and we just see that, like, microscopic view that they do in those disgusting medicine commercials. God. And the germ so go in. But you feel fine right now. Oh, no. Oh, nothing should be wrong, you know. Yeah, uh, just make a note in my journal here. Uh, Nuggle, say, if we are come through here a couple of times, you guys ain't going to try and stop us, is you? <laughs> as long as you don't rat us out, the black ones. Uh, fair enough. We don't bother you. You don't bother us. Suits me. Take out them nasty cultists. They murder people. <laughs> I'm going to 
write down a very small list real quick. And on that list is going to be chalk, spirits, <laughs> mistletoe, crow's eye, and balisi leaves. It's like I have sterilizing fluid. I am going to hand it to this man. I'm going to say, if you can get me this, I can help these people. Uh, you would know you can at least get those leaves probably from the uh, that house you were staying at. Yeah, had an okay. herb garden uh, with alchemical components. You could probably get that from there. And crow's eye is almost certainly the name for another plant. Uh, and as you're building this list, uh, can you make me an awareness check, Viverwin? Yes. 13. Right, 13. Um, That's a two. Oof. Yeah, but this is an easy check. Um, so that's going to actually be enough for you to notice yeah. that some of these people have like fresh bandages um, and maybe you even see some empty medicine bottles. But you are pretty certain someone is giving them medical attention. Not enough, apparently. Not enough, but, you know, this is in the sewer and medical attention is basically all occupied by the Nilfgaardian forces right now. So Do someone is coming down here. Perhaps one of the priestess of Melitola is coming down here to help them. Or Do I see any chocolate anywhere? Um, with that awareness, with a thirteen, I will say you don't. Okay. But I'll say you are certain that someone is giving them help. Interesting. Uh, but I will say on that note, though. Because the priestesses of Melitola are doing healing magic, you could almost certainly buy those uh, materials from them. I don't want to spend my money on the poor people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were thinking of Ineth, but don't worry about that. Do we look rich? <laughs> yes. Actually, I had a lot of money before I bought I some nice armor. I definitely look rich. Yeah. <laughs> Cover, yeah. Do you have a, a fancy handkerchief covering your face? Oh. <laughs> the poor people. The poor people. I have. <laughs> oh, I God, it stinks of poverty in here. Uh, uh, I'm a designer, double layered Gucci mask. <laughs> you know that probably exists. No, that's why I failed. Bag. She's just wearing a pantana. Doug just has his beard covering his face. <laughs> so yes, I am asking <sighs> for mostly natural stuff. I will buy some spirits. All natural. Holistic. Stuff that can be harvested is what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. So you want to get all this from Whole Foods. So and I some essential it. oils. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so are you guys going to head further in at this point? Yes. Yeah. All right. As you descend down the stairs into this glowing fog, again, Nug's medallion shakes. Viverwin, are you wearing the cat medallion? I am. Your medallion also shakes... Uh, as we you're can entering. detect magic. Why didn't we give our magicless person the other medallion? <laughs> because I, I didn't want to detect magic. Standing uh. there, clueless. The eye patch vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my insides vibrate as they're racked with disease. I don't feel. That would actually the be. anvil shakes on top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so you descend into this miasma-filled chamber. Ooh, miasma. Miasma. Like what I'm, a cat says. Miasma. I'm going to need you all to roll another endurance check. Oh my goodness. Please don't fail this Stop time, Ina. poisoning us. Okay, this was better. Oh, Nug got a 21. I got an 18. 15. Uh, okay, everyone is totally fine. 
That didn't sound very convincing. You're act. No, you're all fine. Okay. Uh, as you descend Wink. down into here, it Wink. is so much worse smelling, uh, and you you would otherwise have to just retch. It is disgusting. Oh, you're sorry. And, that was me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't smell you behind my Gucci mask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't hurt me. These shits are Gucci. <laughs> You no. farted in my Valentino white bag. In my bag, my Valentino white bag. Uh, and you can't tell. You can't tell if this is just sewer stink or something else. <gasps> Magic st- Terramancy! cheese. There's cheese in these sewers. <laughs> There's cheese in these sewers. Cheese. I'm gonna move you For all, everyone, to a new map. Oh, wow, we Jeez already map? made it past your first map. Yeah, you solved Damn. my map puzzle. Man, solved your rock- sick oh, people puzzle. This is a bigger map. Uh-oh. We'll zoom out on this. So as you descend into this, uh, you see it's, this is the uh, main like sewer line, this humongous river of filth in the middle. Um, and oh, so that's the river. Poop river. And that's the, okay, I see. Yeah. So you'll see, uh, I'll try to show this in the video as well. There's this long, like, narrow chamber. And in the middle, there's this just viscous, nasty, goopy, bad poo-poo sewer. Bad poo-poo uh, sewer. And there oh, are bad poo-poo sewer. three bridges crossing it that you, you mean can when see? Jacob goes to the bathroom? Oh, oh God. Oh, 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 oh. Everybody poops. Uh, Did you not read that book as a kid? I'm a victim. Yes, no, but very actually. few people poop like Jacob. I read Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, so as you look here, you'll see that there's three bridges that cross over to the other side here. Um, at the, uh, I guess, as you look at the map, the southern end at the bottom, the main sewer line splits. There's two uh, gates here. One of them is open. Uh, it'll be the right side one. As we look at the map, uh, I'll ping it for you real quick. This one is open and sewer is flowing down this chamber. Oh, wait, which one? The le- right, right or left? Okay. The right one. Disgusting. The left one is closed and So the gray is, is the poop river. Yes. Uh, there's also some grates here in the middle as well, but there's these three bridges you see. Uh, and across the way uh, and to the south a little bit is this lever right ah, here. And you see a golem. right at the lever operating it Uh-oh. is a golem. Golem. Okay, put get right a there. picture of golem in the chat. Uh, in fact, we can. Let's get <gasps> some uh, golems in favorite. the chat. Oh, golems in the chat. Golems in the chat. Uh, this is what he looks like. Oh, oh, he's cool here, looking, buddy. He got a got a sledgehammer hand or a wrecking ball hand. Yeah, so he's got like a little wrecking ball hand, and he's sitting there operating the switches. Uh, and, I'm internally naming him Hugo. Uh, oh, Hugo's a good name. All right, all right, all right. I'll oblige. There you go. Can you see Hugo now? Yes. Yay! Yay! His name is Hugo. <laughs> Yay. That's just what I thought of when I saw him. Hugo. Uh, okay. And up to the north here uh, on the top end, you'll see there is an opening to somewhere else. There's also an opening to the south. Um, but more importantly, up here to the top, the sewage is kind of overflowed a little bit. You'll see part of the walkway on the map here is gray. That's where Yuck. the sewage has overflowed. Not that way, please. Oh, gross. Um, just a little bit. The top is just this viscous black sludge. Like, disgusting, 
viscous sludge. Actually, I'm going to post a different picture here. The audience will have seen it uh, of the golem, but you can better see the sludge on top here. It's a wider oh. shot. Oh. Oh, yuck. That looks like a, a skeleton arm. In fact, you do also see in this viscous black sludge a skeletal hand sticking out with some sort of hourglass-shaped metal like rod in its hand. Do you want to go take a look oh, at it? Man. Ah. I think that we should speak to the golem first, if at all possible. Nug will step to right here. Uh-huh. And he'll look... Does the golem look at us or ignore us entirely? Ignores you entirely. Frozen still. It'll be like, er, hello there? You would know golems are these, like, magical constructs. I, I don't think they're... They don't think, really. No, they don't. Okay, they're I like think robots. So. They're not sentient. Uh, yeah, right. They're not, like, uh, constructs in other fantasy games. They're just dumb robots. Or you're... I, that skeleton right there is old and something... How could we go about getting that? And Do you want to take a closer look at it? He'll step to, like, right here. He is wary of the skeleton. Where's everyone else? Um, I'll get a little closer to Nug. I, um, I do have an, a proposition. If Nug can't reach it because he is a short little dude, I could take, like, some of my stuff. I do have my iron sword still and maybe craft, like, like a reaching arm thingy to grab grab like that if needed like a, like a hook net. or a net i am a, offering to craft something if we can't reach is it is there a big stick in here <laughs> uh there's a few big logs <laughs> 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 um, but no you'll see as you get closer that it's holding a key <gasps> with an hourglass shaped body oh we oh. want that key guys it's a key but as you approach this side of the room oh out from the bubbly, viscous uh, liquid, six figures emerge. Six? Six? You see a bunch of these guys, like, emerge from, from the, goo? the goop and position themselves. About six in total. And let me show you what Two, they three, look five. like. There's five on here. Uh, shut up. They look <laughs> like this. Ew. Uh, are these drowners? Uh, they are, in fact, drowners. Why don't we roll for initiative? Oh, boy. It's a poop drowner fight. What is it with you and poop-flavored other things? Poop elemental, poop drowner. I am the great mighty poo. For someone who doesn't know what a um, drowner is, it looks, it's a humanoid creature with a bald head and like a fin at the top. And and they're pretty built. And are those hairy legs? Yeah, we. And they they're have claws. Just, I think they're just nasty legs. Oh, you think that's just nastiness? And it's like this awful shade of puke brown poop green. Alrighty. So you guys all roll for initiative and tell me what you got. I got a 17. 17 for Nug. Ines? A 17 as well. Oh, for Jehovah. Viverwin. 18. Do, 18. When you're critical during initiative, do you not roll again? Because it didn't for Ineth or for Viverwin. Because yeah. they both criticaled. Yeah, go ahead, roll a d10 again. Hey. Two. So, so 19. 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, 20 for you. And I got an eight. <gasps> nice. Oh. Wait, that's the best initiative I've ever gotten. Uh huh. So that's going to be 25. Yep. Pass. 
Alrighty, so I've got our initiative sorted. It's gonna be it's gonna be complicated with three players and six enemies, but here we go. First in the order is gonna be Ineth. Alright, so Don't quick, you know. Don't quick you question. Know. Uh-huh. Um, there are rules in other game systems, but can I get past Brothnug, or is that not possible? Yes, you can yeah, get you past can do, me. You can. The question is, do you want to get past me? Because you'll be in melee with uh, the one with the red pip. Or do you want to, because those are the... I could go around, but I won't make it to one. That's fair. I mean, there's no attacks of opportunity. That is true. Would I have to roll something to get past them? I don't want to be, I don't want to be cornered, like surrounded, so I'll go around. Okay. Um, my sword is already out. My move is six, so can I... Is that counting one block at a time, or are these two blocks? Each block is two meters, so if you measure with the distance tool, you'll be able to see. So you get three squares there. Oh, God. Three? I do not have a lot of move. One, two, three. Oh. Can I move twice? Uh... Uh... You can, um... You, you can, can spend a full round action to run. You can, at yes. yes, can I do that instead? Whatever, yeah, whatever your run value is, it should be on your character sheet. Your speed times three, so you would get nine squares. But that'll be your full turn, it's just running. But I won't be able to reach one unless I go past Nug. I mean, if you want to do that, go ahead. I mean, we're going to have to fight these things, aren't we? Yeah. One, you could just spend your turn running to the other side to fight the one with the pink pit. That's what I was going to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... I'll just be across the way from where I was. Alrighty, cool. So that's your turn. I run with my sword. You spend your whole turn running. Oh, I'll go fight the other side. Uh, that's what know, she calls out. You, you can still spend stamina, take an extra action, but I don't think there's anything you can do. Um, nah. All right, cool. So that's your turn, Ineth. Uh, Viverwin, it's going to be your turn next. Uh, you're still in the entranceway on the stairway coming down into this main sewer line, uh, and you... You hear these things just like coming out of the goop and sludge. What do you want to do? Fucking shulker noises. What do you want to do, everyone? I'm trying to figure out what my speed is. Uh, it is uh, amongst your statistics. Uh, SPD. Yeah. Speed. Emergency. Eight. Your speed Ooh. is eight, so you can move four squares. And seven years ago. One, oh. two, three. Oh. Uh, okay, uh, oh. I'm within range to hit no. both of these guys. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I've decided to fight with the drowners. Um, no. no! Uh, is there a penalty for shooting through Nug? No. Um, you you as the DM could probably think of something, nah. but like, I'm gonna say take. I can hit this guy then. Okay, that that be that be the easiest thing to do then. All right. Go ahead and soften them up for me. I will do. They're Anya. already soft. They're made of poo. I hate uh, you. Oh. <laughs> so roll spellcasting and I will roll dodge escape. Yes, sir. 22. 22. Um, and I'm going to say that there's no light constraints with this glowing miasma. Oh, yeah. And okay. you also have a lantern, so I'm just not going to worry about it. I uh, rolled to dodge escape, and I got a 21. So you beat me by one. Uh, So uh, 46. Roll 46 for me. But I thought you said 4d6. 46. 14. Nice. And you're on fire. Nice. Now, uh, peel back the veil here. Drowners, this is what these are, are Mm. vulnerable to fire. But 
I think that just means because they're monsters, they have the silver thing. That fire would get past that, but it's already magic that gets past that, so it doesn't Mm -hmm. do any extra modifier. So, unfortunately, it doesn't look like... That will make it so that uh, it being on fire does more, though. Uh, Maybe. Um, So, you already rolled for the body part, and it looks like you hit it in... Uh, the legs, so that damage is going to be halved. Seven, then. Seven damage, uh, and that's going to all get through. No magic doodad majon, uh, and that's going to be and that. I'll attack again. I'm going to, okay, go, and this will be at a minus three. Yes, sir. And I'm going to roll dodge escape, so tell me what you got. 16. Oh, my God, I rolled a 15. Ha! Uh, all right, so roll me enough. a d10 for the location, and then roll me your damage. Three. And 12. Three and 12. So a three will land you a torso hit. So full damage. 12 points of damage is going to be very spicy. Uh, ouch. Um, I am looking underneath other creatures that I don't think we're going to run into, if you don't mind. Um, one of the creatures, like uh, Katek, Katek, one of the vampires, Katakan, say it. Um, has fire vulnerability. It says specifically in its little block, take double damage from fire attacks or being on fire. So what I would say is look in the little block that says fire vulnerability. Yeah. And if it says it takes double damage, Well, that's the thing about this book. It just says drowners are vulnerable to fire damage, including damage from being on fire. Then that, that just, sounds like the exact same thing as the vampire. But it doesn't tell me to explicitly. I just think that means if you hit it with like uh, alchemist fire or whatever, it wouldn't reduce because it wasn't. If you hit it with non-magical fire, it would all go through. Is what that tells me. It doesn't explicitly say to double the damage. There was another example where it said vulnerability, and it didn't say double the damage. It said, like, if it takes 10 or more, then something happens. Yeah, from what I get from vulnerability, it's if they tell you to do something extra, then you do it, but this one doesn't say anything, so I'm going to assume it means non-magical fire gets through the silver resistance or monster resistance. All right, so it is on fire. I have it marked. It will take the damage on its turn. Uh, that is your turn, Viverwin. You have spent uh, your movement, your action, and an extra action, and you yep. have uh, fox would this thing quite well. fox two, fox two. Um, all right, so next in the order is going to be Nug. Oh, uh, oh boy, that means all six of these guys are going to get to go at once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nug is going to take a movement action forward. Okay. He has his sword drawn. Yep. And he is going to fast strikes at this drowner, the red dot drowner. Okay. Um, with his silver coated cord. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me an attack, and I'm going to roll dodge escape. You're welcome for the silver coated cord, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. A 22 for the first attack. Well, I rolled a 20 to dodge the first attack. Not Jesus. quite good enough. And on the second attack, that's also a 20. So you're going to beat me by seven, uh, which is a simple critical. Well, let's do the first attack hit. I'm hoping I can kill you. <laughs> uh, and I rolled the location. Your first one is going to hit its uh, leg, and the second one's going to hit the arm. So that's... Oh, my goodness. Normal damage is 28. Okay. Halved is 14. Halved is seven. And then the 3d6... So seven, that's going to go through through the leg. Uh, half for the monster, and then half again for the leg. Uh, so seven plus 14 is 21. 
Uh, well, the silver is going to be half oh, because right. of the limbs. So seven plus seven will be 14 points of damage that gets through on the first attack. Uh-huh. Uh, second attack. Uh, so I'm guessing it's not dead. Yeah. Go ahead and roll the... Uh, this is going to be a simple critical, so let's get the damage out of the way first, and then we'll roll for the uh, special effect. All right. Um, damage is... This will be plus three. 20. Wow. Halved is 10, 10. plus... Your 3d6. 3d6. 10 plus 16 is, is 26. Plus three is 29. 29 halved is going to be 14 points of damage again. Oh, did this hit the leg as well or an arm? Yes. Okay. Uh, so don't even bother rolling a critical effect. Uh, with your second attack, you cut through it and hack off its uh, arm and it falls into the sewer dead. Awesome. Uh, Nug will then continue his movement. We can do that, right? Absolutely. Uh, so that was one square. He will move two, three, do an extra action to fast strikes this thing. All right. These will both be at minus three. Yes. And uh, this is going to be so. the one with the blue pip. Boy, that silver is already coming in. Clutch. Sure is. Yep. Submit, 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 submit. Uh, the first Fumble. attack fumbles, but only by two, so, so no, no special effect. First attack is hit for a 13, or not hit, it's a 13. Second attack is a 23. I dodged the first attack, and then the second attack, you beat me by nine. Nine? By nine, I rolled a 14. That's another simple. So that's another simple critical. Yep, just on the border with complex. So let's go ahead and roll the damage. Nug is a beast. Uh, and I'll roll the location oh, for it. 14... Uh, you hit it in the body, so fourteen. <laughs> roll your silver damage. So that's fourteen halved. Calls seven Ooh. plus your silver damage is ten. So seventeen plus three is twenty damage. Twenty damage total. All right, it is still up. And let's roll a simple critical. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, we got body. So uh, you want me to roll a d6 to pick one of those two? Yes. Okay, I got a five. So the oh, it's torso. Yeah. So it there's oh there is two for that. So pick the second one. Uh, foreign object, the blow lodged a piece of clothing or armor in your wound, causing an infection, recovering and blah blah blah. You take. Oh no, your recovery and critical healing are quartered. Okay. So, so nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing important. Okay. And then <laughs> Nug will take two steps back. Such he has. <laughs> uh, that uses the rest of his movement. All right, cool. Wow, what a turn. We've only done the PC's turn. We got one on fire and one dead and one very close to death already. Uh, it is now going to be the orange drowner's turn. Uh, and they have a spicy amount of run. I'm not surprised. So he is going to actually be able to get all the way up to Ineth right here. Oh, jeez. Goodness, that is spicy. And he's going to do... Well, he's just going to run up to you. Is he run all they can do? Can NPC monsters use stamina? I'm going to let him spend stamina to get an attack in on you. All right. I'll allow it. Before you <laughs> announce it, I'm dodge escaping. All right, roll your dodge escape. I'm going to roll my... Uh, Johnski here. I got an 18 for my dodge escape. I got an 18 for my melee. So that means you hit me. Uh, no, Ty goes to the defender. Oh, okay. Yep, so you're fine. Yes. Let me mark off my smamina. That's clutch. Uh, and that's all it can do because it's it, it spent an extra action. Uh, okay, so next in the order is going to be the one with the purple pip. 
it's going to start swimming over towards Viverwin, but it can't quite make it there. Uh, and then it's going to be the one with the green pip, and he's just going to run up to Nug and give Nug a smack. Uh, that is going to be... Oh. Don't you have to go ahead and dodge your skip? Yeah, don't Jacob? tell me what it is until I roll my defense, because that could influence what I do, and I don't want to be like that. Uh, Nug is going to roll dodge. Where is... No, dodge escape. Okay. Submit. 24. Uh, you are oh, fine. And that's all it can do. It's only got ready to fire one on them claws. So that's the one with the green pip. Uh, then we got number blue here. Uh-huh. Number blue. Uh, it's going to... I'll have the green one back up and the blue one come up and attack you. Uh, just for sake of ease here, because you're on this narrow walkway. And they have the movement for it. So it's going to attack you as well. So spend one stamina to act, do an extra defensive action. Actually, I want to try something, Derek. Okay. Since there is a monster right beside me as this one is attacking, I want to try and use human shield. Oh, oh, the dead monster? Uh, no, the one that's because the green one was in front of me. The blue one has come running up by it. It says... To use a person or creature as a human shield, you have to put them between you and the attacking or the attack by rolling a brawling or physique check against their... Because if he fails, then I just get hit. And that sounds risky, actually. Okay, but what do I roll? I'm going to dodge. Nothing. I'm just going to dodge. Okay. I'm thinking twice about this. Uh Aha. All right, so go ahead and roll dodge. I'm going to attack you from the Uh, blue pip. And this is a minus... Do I take the minus one for the extra defense, or do I just take the stamina? No, I take minus one because of gang up, so... Yeah. 18. 18. I rolled a 24, so I beat you by six. six. Not enough for a critical, but Uh I am going to roll damage here. Uh, What's your armor? Uh, 20. Yeah, I can't get through your armor. So it scratches at your armor... Um, and it does not get through. Only I had critical. Only you had rolled one more. Stupid armor. It is wonderful, wonderful armor. Nug takes the hit. You're like Kong. a tiny little Abrams. Um, all right, so that is the blue one's turn. The last one is the pink one's turn. It's on fire. Who is on fire? Does it have defenses? For a reminder of <gasps> everyone at home... Uh, fire means you are now engulfed in flames. Every turn you take five points of damage to every body location. 30 damage. So that is going to be five for both the legs because of half to, adds together, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so five for the legs, five, five for, for the, the arms. That's so 10. Five for the body is 15. And then 15 for the head. For, yeah, so 30 points of damage total. Are we sure? Are we sure it works like that? You know what? Otherwise, it'd be 25 if you didn't half uh, for the legs, and it was just five evenly without the modifiers. Yeah. So it's about the same. So it's 30. Uh, and armor does soak it from each of these individual locations. However, you may like to point out that the fact that uh, drowners don't wear armor. Yeah. Because they's monsters. Uh, and Viverwin, you setting this thing on fire kills it completely. <laughs> nice. It kills it Several times over, in the, fact. Uh, the feces on it just makes it catch on fire quicker. I meant to do a monster lore roll on my turn. I'll wait in my fact, next turn. In fact, 30 points of damage would have been enough to kill it from full hit points. <laughs> and it did Noted. not have full hit points. Noted. Uh, so you get to smell lovely burning drowner covered in sewage. Mm. Uh, smells like breakfast. Uh, it's, I, imagine it smells it's like, like, um, I imagine it's like leaving a pot of milk on the stove to boil. Where everything just fuzzles up. 
Mm. And it gets like bad. Like 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 um <laughs> feel me. I love the smell of burning drowner in the morning. Well, Smells uh, like victory. <laughs> uh, that's the end of round one, and what a round it was. So first in the order. What a round! What a round it was. Is going to be Ineth. Who finally gets to swing her sword. Her I brand new Witcher steel sword, sword, sword coated in silver. All right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So go ahead and make your attack against Fast this strikes. one. With the orange pip. Yeehaw. Submit. Oh, and I get to change it to the Witcher Steel Sword. Uh-huh. Submit. Okay, oh. I got an eight, a 19 first, then an 18. All right, I rolled a Delicious. 15 on the first one, which is going to be a hit. I'm yes. Gonna roll for the second one. Uh, I got a 20 for the second one, so Aww. I do dodge that one. I get one hit. Stupid. You hit the first hit is on the body. I rolled the location yes. automatically. So do me a favor and, mm-hmm. and roll your normal damage first and then roll your silver damage separate. Nice. Will do. Ooh. Whoa. I got 24 damage because it's a 4d6 weapon. Whoa. <laughs> All right. That's so exciting. Roll your silver damage. 2d6. 2d6. And then I rolled four silver damage. Four silver damage. So your normal damage gets half down to 12. Still uh, nice. Which is still spicy. And then your silver damage is all normal. So that's going to be 16 points of damage total uh, to the one with the orange pip in front of you. And he's unharmed. Boy, yeah. So he's already in a bad way now. Yes. Yeehaw. Inef just goes, oh, I like the sword. So that's your first action, fast strikes. Uh, he's still on your face. Do you want to spend yes. stamina to do it again? Spending stamina. All right, three stamina, and he's going to spend a stamina to dodge. Okay, I rolled again. And it looks like I dodged the first one, but you hit on the second one. I'm going to hit the location button, and you hit the leg. So roll me your damage like you did last time, uh, normal first and then silver. Okay, it, it was quite easy enough to do it that way. So my damage was 20. Okay, so it's going to get half to 10. And then my silver is 10 damage. All right, so that'll be 20 total. That gets halved again for the leg. Uh, So 10 to the leg. Uh, What happens is you swing your silver witcher sword down on this drowner, and you hack off its leg, and you kill it. Yes! It had nine hit points left. So let me mark that one as uh, what we in the business call dead. Dead. Um, cool. So that is your turn. You've acted and you've acted again with your spam. Yep. Okay. So next in the order is going to be Nug. Uh, Just a little drowner lawnmower. Nug <laughs> will take a fast action swing at this drowner number blue. All right. Go ahead and do that. Oh, oh beautiful. First attack hit or is a 27. Unless you critical, I probably hit. Oh, no. Uh,. Uh, oh, okay. I got a 19, so that is going to still be a simple critical, uh, but it could have been a lot worse for me. And you're also going to hit on the second one because uh, I uh, only got an 18. So I'm going to roll location for both of those real quick. Cool. And I have built my silver cord in Hero, not Hero Lab, uh, on roll 20. So now we don't have to do all the funky figure. Oh, dude, I rolled your location and got two, three. So torso on both. Uh, so nice. roll me your damage and it'll just go straight through. Cool. Cord mm, silver. Delicious. Did it roll? So- <laughs> ha! 
How'd you get 17.5? 17. It was an odd number. So it'd be 17 So it'd be 17, yes. Uh, 17 on the blue one, right? Yes. Oh, it only had five hit points left. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to use your second attack. Can I move in between fast strikes? No, you cannot. You can't? You're sure about that? You can move in between actions, but not in between strikes. Fast strikes is a action unto itself. Okay. Uh, So you kill the blue one. Uh, you just stick your sword in its torso, twist it, and turn it out, and it falls down dead. A half pirouette and a crescent step. <laughs> it's, yeah, a half pirouette uh, in a semicircle. Uh, okay, and I'll move then, him out of the way. Yeah, Nug will step up to the second one. It's one movement action. And he will swing again, spending... Ooh. This is the one with the green pip. I don't think he's been hit yet. Oh, or he's going to get hit now. He sure is. A uh, little bit more stamina. And Wait, did Viverwind go? Uh, Viverwind goes Viverwind. Oh, no, Nug goes after Viverwind. Uh, let's Too go ahead and now. take your turn. Well, I mean, okay. too late now. Let's yeah. just go ahead and do this because yeah. if something's died and all that. Uh, yeah. Nug is going to fast strike again. Okay. Uh, this will be an extra action. So submit, 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 submit. Uh, Oof. A f- oh, no. Fumble. On the second attack. On the yeah, you might attack. kill it before. Uh, roll your, uh, so attack. let's take care of the well, first yeah, attack first. first. Uh, I rolled a 19 on my dodge and you rolled a 22. So you're going to hit it. Location is leg. Uh, 22. Five halved is, is going to be 12. 12, yeah. So 12 points of damage is going to get through this one with the green pip. And then melee attack, fumble six. Weapon glances off, and I am staggered. You're staggered. So you're not stunned. Uh, staggered is going to be you're thrown off balance, and you take a minus two to your attack and defense. Okay. At the beginning of your next turn, you recover your balance and the penalty ends. So right now you're going to take everything at a minus two. All right. But that was the end of your turn anyway. Did a nine hit? Uh, There's no. always a chance. No, okay. I already rolled the dodge and, and I then passed it. Nuggle step back one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> As he just kind of stumbles backwards. All right, Oof. Viverwin, it's your turn. You have the one. Oh, stop. Oh, before I forget. There is a bleed chance for the cord, because I always forget this. Oh, yeah. 1d4. If it's a 1, he bleeds. It's a 2. All right. You're uh, no bleed. Uh, but, everyone, <laughs> it's your turn. You see the one with the purple pip here uh, mm-hmm. swimming towards you in the sludge like it's nothing. Uh, and then you have the one Nug just attacked and backed up from. Uh, he's hit his sword on the wall, and it's kind of rattled him a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, you got two of them here. These are the last two what drowners out. do you do? What do you do? Um, I would like to back up, and then I'd like to try to hit the one with the green pip. Uh, okay, I'm going to make you take just a minus one to your spell casting to cast through Nug's space. I would like to forfeit that, and if I fail, I would like to hit Nug with double damage. Uh, I would like I'll to take this have deal. this not happen. I'll take this deal. <laughs> uh, Nuggy, Nug, Nug, Nug. Doogle. Doogle. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and roll dodge here. Remember, you do have luck to spend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you're so inclined. 17. That's going to miss, unfortunately. Uh, I uh, I rolled an 8 on my dodge, which is a total of 20. Ooh. Pretty spicy, but you still have your extra action. I will do another one. Okay. Burning through stamina. It'll be at a minus 3. Here we go. 20. Oh, I rolled an 18, but you got a 20, so you nice. hit. Roll me some fire damage. Damage. 12. Uh, 12 Sweet. damage. Roll me the d10 for location. 
Ten. Uh, unfortunately, that's going to hit a leg, so they'll be halved to six damage. You're on fire. Uh, it's only a one when I'm not on fire, right? Yep. Okay, so I am on fire, which, <laughs> spoiler alert, will kill it on its turn. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and take the six damage. I don't even know why I bother. Uh, Can I split up my movement? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to back up a little bit more. This guy's coming towards me. All right, so he's still alive for now. Uh, it is the purple one's turn. Uh, seeing that Nug is now the closest one, he's going to come out of the thing without any effort whatsoever. I'm a tank. And attack Nug. Your uh, defenses are at a minus two because you are staggered this yep. round. Yep. So I'm going to roll melee. And I'm going to roll dodge. Nug got a 19, though. Uh, nice. I beat you, but again, unless I critical, I can't damage Nug very specifically because of this thing's weak claws. So again, it scratches the fabric on your armor, but does not get through. My Bitch, hefty that's Gucci. dwarven cloak and flesh. Uh-huh. Ew. I can't well, I, listen, get through your my flesh. My body is 2 CP. My, my body is a temple. <laughs> To the and Abram. stone. All right, so that's its turn. It moved, it attacked, it really can't do anything else. <laughs> the other one burns to and death. And the other one, its turn, <laughs> it just burns to death. Uh, that'll take us to round three. It is now Ineth's turn. What would you like to do? And purple one is still up. That's the only one left. I want... Can I drop my sword, draw my bow, and attack? Yes. Wait, do I need to spend Yeehaw. stamina to do it? Yes, you would have to be three to actually shoot. It'll be that's fine with me. Yeah, you, your first action would be to draw your bow. Your second action would be uh, to shoot. So you'll have to do it at a minus three and spend three stamina. But you can attack this. Perfectly round. fine. I am going to attack with my bow. I got a fourteen. Fourteen. That's the only chance I have to do any damage oh, to yeah. it is with my bow right now. Let me roll to dodge. It might miss. It very well could. I've been rolling well, so I'm due to roll bad. Oh, but I did not roll bad. I rolled a critical. I dodge. So your arrow flies towards it, uh, but it dodges nimbly out of the way. Matrix dodge. He's dead. It quickly flings its head backwards, brains itself on the wall, and falls to the ground dead. It dodges like like the Matrix style and looks at you and goes, (laughs) Gross. But I want to note that I didn't drop my sword such that it falls into the sludge. Ineth chucks her sword into the shit. <laughs> I don't right. need this. I need a no, bow. No, no. I might chuck the iron sword into there. Vivian, it is your turn. There's only one drowner left, and it is directly in front of Nug. I'm going to spend my turn recovering. Ah, okay. smart. So take your recovery and stamina back. That'll uh, take me to 46. And that'll be your turn. Nug. Nug will fast strike. Okay. Nug got a 23 nice. on the first attack oh, and I a 20 cr- on the second. I critted uh, on my first one and got a 26. And I rolled a 9 on my second one and got a 21. Of course, when I roll well, it's with one of the weakest monsters in the game. <laughs> well, I mean, you still make me miss twice, so. Yeah. Uh, so you miss, you can, of course, Dummy. spend uh, stamina to act that's again. That's silly. Dumbo. That's silly. It shouldn't have worked. This thing sucks. Nug's going to fast strike again. Do it Three again. Three stamina. Fuck yeah. And if he doesn't kill it this turn, he's going to rest next turn. Because <laughs> it can't hurt him unless it criticals. <laughs> I 
could just sit here and keep lobbing arrows until I hit it. Uh, so this will be a fast strike. It's an extra action. Submit, 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 submit. submit. Holy oh crap. My god. Oh, oh my god. First attack god. is a 19. So before we, well, the fumble's only by a one anyway, so. Yeah, so you 19 on the first one, 14 on the second one with a fumble. My first dodge roll was a 19, oh. so I win. My second one, I critted again and got a 28. Oh boy. You oh missed Good day. I'm going to smack you. You are no longer staggered. Yes, you are. Yeah, that's correct. Did you have it factored into your first attacks? Oh, I missed anyway, so. It well, you would, you'll hit on this one if you're not staggered. Wait, what? Are you, do you still if have you had staggered? It factored I was in. staggered until the beginning of this turn. Oh, so you didn't have it checked okay. on at all? No. Okay. Sweet. Uh, well, I'm going to roll to attack you because drowners are, uh, let me quote the book here. Dumb. Bitches. Uh, I'm going to actually give you this piece of information for free, even though you haven't rolled any knowledge on I it. I can roll if you want me to. Uh, it is called... Th- th- I actually want to tell you because it's just so funny. Uh, they have abilities. like they're, uh, One of the things is they're feral uh, for the purposes of awareness and survival. They only have an int of seven, but otherwise like have an int of one. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and they have this ability in, called impenetrably dim. <laughs> Drowners oh, are no. so unintelligent <laughs> that they are immune to any magic that affects thoughts or emotions. Huh? Oh my goodness. So he dumb and he gonna swing at you because he doesn't know he can't hurt you. So dumb you can't hurt him with intelligence. No, he's gonna dodge. Ignorance in this case. Truly Unless you're critical, you don't hit me. Uh, I, I rolled a 22, which ha! was a nine. So I no. do not hit you. Uh, all right, that's Die. its turn. We're going to go back to a new round. It's Ineth's turn. Ineth is going to shoot. All right. Yep. And you can do, do it. that. You got this shit. At full. Yeah. Yep. I'm happy about that. Submit. This time I got a 17. Uh, unfortunately, I rolled a 21 to dodge. Do you want to spend your stamina to attack again? Yes, I am. So I'm going to spend my stamina. I got a 25, Ooh, a critical. Crit. Nice. I rolled an nice. 18, so that you're going to beat me by seven, which is in Delightful. fact Delightful. Yes. critical. Woo! So uh, go ahead. Hopefully and he what dies. is the critical for uh, four on the table? Sprained arm. Sprained arm, so it's going to hit the arm. Uh, roll me your longbow damage. I what did. You did. I got 23. I got two sixes on the four D6s. <laughs> All right, so that is going to be quartered. Because yeah. half for Matt for silver, half for arm. Twenty-two becomes eleven. Eleven, 11 becomes, becomes five. five. Yeah. All right. So that's the actually the first damage this thing's taken. But it still does a little bit of softening up. Alrighty. So you soften it up. You hit it in the arm. Uh, okay. Go ahead and tell me what sprained arm does, Jacob. Uh, you take a minus two on things with that arm. All right. He's never going to masturbate right again. I'm never going to be able to jack off with my left arm It's going to be even harder for it to hit Nug now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's Ina's turn. Nug this Nug. Viverwin, oh I assume you're going to spend your round recovering. Yep. Okay. So going to get back up to 50. Wow. Okay. Caught your breath there. So yeah. I've thought of something that uh-huh. has made me rethink our stance on extra action after a full action. Yeah. Because I realize that if we say that that's the rule... I can recover and then attack. Yes. And that's cool. Yes. All right. Then Doug is going to take a full action to recover, get back up to 50 stamina, and then he's going to spin three to do fast strikes. How much is your recovery value? 10. I mean, I mean, it still makes sense. 
because you're still going to have to take this Same. attack at a penalty. Yeah. And you can't move. So, uh, oh, Nug don't need to move. He Does it be fast strikes? Fast strikes, the minus three. Oh, it's an extra action. So, so mit, 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 mit. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Well, all right, fumbled on the first attack by eight. What does that get well, you? Goodness. Let's oh, make sure no. this first fumble doesn't send it flying from his hand. Oh, you damage your weapon <gasps> severely. Oh, your weapon no. takes 1d10 points of reliability damage. So I'm let's roll, roll that. For you real quick. Oh, oh I can God. just roll it right here. Okay. R1d10. Low number. Low number. Oh, oh 10. 10 damage. No. Wow. Your weapon. What is the reliability on your weapon? Uh, it has 13 right now. So now it is at three. Uh, so it's below half. I forget what that does. Does it do anything? I think you take penalties whenever it goes below half. Let's find oh, out. Oh, no. Because uh, we can apply that to the second attack. <laughs> uh, point of order while you're still looking this up. I think we are wrong about the full round action, but we've already committed to this combat, so no need to change it. Uh, the text specifically that makes me think of this is by taking your turn to catch your breath, you can gain ah. back amount of stamina equal to your recovery stat. So that is incorrect. Um, I was thinking about full round actions differently. Some of these th- say mm. uh, some of these full round actions say turn, and some of them say round. I don't know. Some of them make more sense than others, but uh, in the future, you will not be able to do that. I don't believe that there's anything in reliability that says that. That could have been a thing that's more related to a craftsman skill than anything else. Because reliability in 72 determines how long, how sturdy the weapon is. This shows the number of times the weapon can be used to block before it breaks. That's it. Then we get up to 156. Uh, and it says, Reliability of the weapon determines how easy it is to break. Not only will this apply if you attempt to block with the weapon, but it also applies to fumbles. If you fumble an attack, block, or parry with the weapon, it can take extra reliability damage, and that's it. So when it's at zero, the weapon is broken. Okay. At which point it's just not usable. Okay, so there's no halfway thing. I may be thinking about So Nug is uh, one bad fumble away from ha- not having a melee weapon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't hurt your body, but I hurt your toy. So, you know. But my second attack is a 29, and that will hit because I only rolled a 21 to dodge. So that's a critical also. That is nice. also a simple critical. Roll your damage and then add the plus three, and then we'll determine the... Nug is a little angry. I bet. By your I quite like this sword. Uh, you are going to hit in the leg, though, so it'll be halved, whatever you roll. Uh, okay, so 22 plus, plus 3 is 25. Halved is going to be 12. 12. Uh, it's still up. Oh, my, oh my God. Uh, on the simple critical table. Oh, yeah. I take it back. I already rolled location for the limb. So this what is going to be a leg. Uh, it's sprained leg. You take a minus 2 to speed, dodge, and athletics. Now that's good, though. It means it'll be easier to hit. Yeah. All right. Well, it's still up. My little Jeez. my little drowner that could. Well, it's going to do what it does best, and it's going to attack Nug. Oh, my goodness. Oyer, oh, I, 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 it's thing. It's going to specifically attack Kill. with its non-spray. Oh, no. oh, wait, that was you. All right, yeah, you dodge. That's that was all Jacob. I can do. I criticaled. Ineth, for the Ineth love of God. shoots it. Kill him. Uh, okay, I'll roll the dodge. Single strike. All right, with longbow, submit. on my dodge. Submit, submit, submit. 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 I hit, I miss, because you said 18. 15 is going to be a miss. Viverwin, <sighs> you've caught your breath. 
these punks they just they just can't handle it they can't hack it you gotta set it on fire and uh cast you die instantly my sword you could also cast you get herpes if you feel like it <laughs> give the drowner herpes he's got the itch are you gonna move uh on the walkway there to get out from behind nug yeah okay go ahead and smart do that. uh and then go ahead and take your first action one two three four I'm still within range. Delightful. And I will take my action. I will cast a spell on you. And now you're mine. Boop. She's 24. Girl. 24. Uh, and I got a, watch me crit again. A uh, 17. No. So that is going to be a critical. Cool. You beat me by seven. Uh, uh, so roll okay. your fire damage. That's, that's the location. That's the fire damage. Okay. 17 fire damage, and you hit it in the torso, so it will all go through. Roll me your on fire He's thing for the fun He's of it. He's on fire. Well, actually, uh, he is on fire, but don't bother looking up the critical table, Jacob, because- No, look it up. I want to know what happens. 17 fire is greater than my eight hit points. <laughs> uh, so you hit it, and you it engulf the whole thing in flames. It burns like curdly little milk. Uh, mm. It smells bad, and with all these burning drowners, uh, it's kind of like that scene. I forget what it's from. You ever seen the meme where like there's people fighting in an apartment and there's it's on fire and uh-huh, this guy yeah. walking with pizza? <laughs> with pizza. <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like with Viverwin coming in here, but Viverwin's the one that set everything on fire. Um, <laughs> there is a skeleton hand holding up some sort of key in this viscous sewer sludge, and Ineth. After exerting yourself, breathing in heavily and fighting, you start to feel awful. You start to feel horrible. You develop this cough, and you take a minus two to all your actions. Oh, my goodness. Half your maximum stamina. Oh. And we'll see you next week. Oh, Oh my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't feel so good. (laughs) Mr. Nog, I don't feel so good. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work at youtube.com slash Music. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash michaelgelfie. Our theme music for this season was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.